Hey, what up, goons, goonats, goonesses? It's your boy, Fairy Tale, letting you know that you can find Booger Up Podcast every Monday and Friday on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, anywhere that you listen to get your audio, we there. And if you guys want to watch the goons live in action, looking all ridiculous, you can find us on YouTube, Boogered Up Podcast. Make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe button and make sure you guys are leaving a like and a comment. Now let's get to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with a country sensation. That's right. <laughs> gentleman is going all over the place, working up. And let me tell you what, we are very excited to have him before he absolutely shoots to the moon. Luke Combs' younger cousin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Davis, everybody. Round of applause for Zach Davis being in the studio. I really wanted to do the country ad lib, and then you you hit a whole sentence, and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I got to bail. I got to bail fast. How's it going, man? Going good, dude. Good. Going good. Good. How is the, uh, yeah. How's the traveling? Why the yeah. fuck are you in Ohio? Yeah, so, um, so I released an album a few years ago oh. called uh, Hey Papaw, and one of the biggest sponsors of that album was... Uh, Happy Hooker out of Oak Harbor. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So, and then you know you know Brent, right? Brent Cook? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, me and him played sports together at UCA. Okay. And then we joined the same fraternity at UCA. And we were the best of friends. We were inseparable. Okay. And so, he would come back after these summers with, like, fishing and stuff in Ohio. He'd show me all these crazy videos and tell me these stories about all of his buddies up here. So, I was like, dude, I got to go. So, then I came up just as a visit a couple of times. Right. And then... And we started doing this big barn party every year. Mm-hmm. And then it's just... Kind you of sang big. there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And I sing at like... There's a couple bars uh, that I sing at up there. One of my favorite ones is Lagoon Saloon. I, I play there every time I go up there. Nice, so nice, I nice. I always line up a few shows. And Hell yeah. You got, yeah. Some show, you got some shows while you're here right now? Uh, I played some this past weekend, yeah. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Hell I yeah. head back to Nashville tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, oh shit! We Long caught drive. him on the on his little exit ticket. We caught That's him. That's right. Hell caught, yeah! Hell picked yeah! Picked him up at the terminal and brought him here. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> the, if y'all don't know, if y'all don't know, if you haven't listened to this podcast, first time listening to this podcast, welcome to the Boogered Up Podcast, where you were going to have that gentleman over there in the cowboy hat is going to be he's going to be running you for your money like he Darn has done tootin'. with Zach this whole time prior Man. to this episode. Darn tootin'. So Darn let, tootin'. Let, let's get let's get to learn about who. Zach is okay. Yes, you, yes. Born in Tennessee or Arkansas? You, Arkansas. Arkansas. You're yeah. from Arkansas. From Arkansas. Born okay. and raised there my whole life. Okay. Did you, you you played ball in Arkansas? Yeah. So I yeah I played uh, obviously all the way through high school or whatever, and then a little like little bit in college got hurt. You know whatever. Not that not that old much, but but yeah. You got hurt. Yeah. Tore my ACL. Damn. Retired, retired yeah. sports athlete. Yeah. You know I'm a has been now. You know. Mm. But then, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, then I just kind of picked up music after that. And Have you always just... like played guitar and stuff, or you self-taught? Um, so I didn't get a guitar until I was about fifteen. Uh, and it all, and all honesty, at first I was like, ah, eh. you know, I I was big into hunting, fishing, mm-hmm. big into playing sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really just never had time for it. Um, and then yeah, you know, I learned some stuff here and there, and. Uh, and I would play like for some of my friends in high school. I, I learned enough to play it around a bonfire, right? You know, and then it wasn't until what um, was your what was your go to bonfire song that you played on the guitar? I swear to God, oh, Barefoot Blue Jean Night, dude. It's <laughs> oh, that's it's, a banger. It's three chords. It's so easy. Okay, and everybody knows every word. To I swear song. to God, if he was gonna say Wonderwall, I was gonna fucking <laughs> throw this mic. 
No, I, dude, I, I'm not. I'm not a great <laughs> guitar player, so I stick to the easy stuff. You know? Nice, them, them Green Day songs. Them three, oh yeah, dude, them yeah. three chord Green Day songs oh, will yeah. get you. Uh, yeah. you. You think you can play guitar after learning like three or four of them? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so nice. Oh yeah, and then like you know, I, I grew up. You know, it's the South, so everybody grows up in church. You okay. Know? So like, and worship songs are like literally four chords, C, G, E minor, D the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so those were always ones that we learned or whatever too, okay but, yeah but yeah so it just kind of went from there and then the next thing you know i, I was like i was sitting in college bored because i sucked at it uh at college or oh dude sports? Oh. dude i was the worst student that you could ever be yeah it sounds about right yeah yeah dude disney plus came out with moana on it and i was screwed from the get-go <laughs> screwed from, <laughs> the, screwed the, from get-go. the get-go uh but me and brant actually funny enough me and brant brant you know brant has like a degree in some kind of like chemical something. Okay. Like chemical engineering or something like that. Holy Dude shit. Was, that's genius. fancy. Dude was so like, is, is so smart. And he would text me about, Hey, like, are you studying? And I'd be like, eh, kind of, you know, I got a book out. Right. And, uh, he'd be like, all right, you know, I'm coming over. And I was like, all right, cool. We'd study for about thirty minutes and we'd get absolutely hammered and watch Moana on Disney plus on repeat, <laughs> dude. On repeat. How many times do you think you watched Moana in your life? Oh, it's gotta be over 500. Oh, it's gotta be. God. I can quote that whole movie. <coughs> That's beautiful. What can you I, say except you're welcome? <laughs> I love that. I love that energy. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. so when did when did you when did you go to Tennessee then? Um. Oh goodness. So, I uh, I dropped out of college. Um, and my my papa has a farm back in Arkansas, so I went back there and I worked. I worked as a car salesman. I worked in a a detail shop. Why'd you work at the farm? Uh, well, you know, by that time we didn't really have a whole lot going on. It's just donkeys now. Okay. And donkeys are pains in the ass. So literally, um, fun joke. Yeah. So I mean, it's just one of those things. I didn't, I didn't want to mess with him. And then he didn't have the garden anymore by then either. So it was just one of those things where I had to go out and find some big boy jobs, you know. And then uh, I got on American Idol. Um, How did that? How was that? Awful. How's the process of going through American Idol? So, I so my little brother was actually on the year before me, um, and he went viral. Do you remember the kid that said said wig to Katy Perry? Mm-mm. You can literally pull up the clip. He he was in love with alpacas. Okay. So you can. It's got like forty some odd million views. <laughs> it's it's outrageous. But his name is Noah Davis. Okay. So he was on the year before me. He did really well. Made it to like the top forty or something like that. Uh, and then got sick, he had bronchitis and something else, and then, you know, he didn't get to the next round. So then the next year, he was like, dude, you just need to go try it. And I was like, nah, it's not really me, you know. I was going to be a small-town kid for my whole life. Right. And then um, he was like, well, I got you a front-of-the-line pass for the auditions in Little Rock if you want to go. I was like, all right, you know, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. So then I end up going, end up making it. And then they send me to callbacks in Atlanta, and then I got to go to Hollywood. And uh, we were in Hollywood for like a week. It was awful. Awful. It was just, I like. It was. It was one of. The, I mean, my hometown is at most a thousand people. Right. You know. So I passed a thousand people in two blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And it was just like, it was just you were like overload in a oh, sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, it was. It was wild. And then like you know, on one side you got Beverly Hills and right. all this money. And then on the other side of town, it's just homeless people on every door. It's just sad, you know? Wow. It's a okay. very sad thing. So 
it was just not one of those things that I really enjoyed. And then, uh, and I'm going yeah. lo- to love the audios of the <laughs> all the time. <laughs> real as hell. Um, so yeah, but did that. And then, um, you didn't, you didn't make it through Hollywood. No, no. Okay. I got sent home. Uh, you tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. So, so were what the it, what judges, were yeah. the judges the same? Yeah, like was no, it, it was dude, Simon it was, and all of them. No, it was uh, oh Simon, Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryan. Yeah, so you got to sing for Katy Perry. Yeah, dude, she's hot as. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a very pretty lady, that's for sure. Very pretty lady. Real? Uh, I think so. Nice. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I think uh, she gave me a hug, so I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You got to. I got to. I got to hug her. What she smell like? Oh, beautiful. She smelled great, actually. That was probably I mean, like, I'm sure she doesn't get to go around smelling bad anymore. That was probably like Chanel Milan or something. <laughs> Crazy like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. and then uh, at the, out of the three of them, Lionel Richie was the coolest one, though. Lionel was like, he was like this, like this, I don't want to be disrespectful, but it was like a grandpa, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah, gives off those vibes. Cool, you know, like, yeah. Gave, like, as soon as I walked in, he kind like, of dapped me up, gave me a big old hug. And oh, I was that's like, dope as fuck. Oh, this is cool, you know? Yeah. He was he was a very cool dude. Just yeah. nonchalant. Just, you're yeah. like, oh, I just dapped up. It is Hollywood. He, okay. might, he maybe ate a gummy. He's like, I got to <laughs> fucking get through all these auditions. Bro, I'm going to pop you know, a gummy. I don't know if y'all have ever seen Lionel Richie smile. Mm-mm. Bro, he's got the biggest smile ever. And perfect. I mean, obviously he's a superstar, so right, right, perfect right. Teeth, but yeah, dude. And when he would, he would just walk around this this big old like shit eating grin all the time, and you're just like, yeah, dude, that's Lionel Richie. That's right that's a good bro. vibe right there. That's oh, yeah. a good vibe cool pass dude. by. Okay, very cool. Dude. Okay, so you so you went to you did the American Idol, and then yep. went back to went back to Arkansas, um, and I did a couple shows with uh, a guy named Charlie Farley. Um, Chris Farley. Were son? you playing shows before you went to American Idol? No, dude. I no. Wasn't was that your first anyway. time performing in front of like stranger strangers like that? I mean, like I, I played and sang at church and stuff. Okay. As a kid, but then again, everybody knew me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like. And your your strangers just so happened to be Luke Bryan, Katy yeah, Perry, yeah. and Lionel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was Luke Bryan cool? Yeah, he was. I mean, I was like, I he didn't gave off the... like douchebag vibes. Like he's like, yeah, I wear Wranglers and, but I was still like. Fuck I think I up. think a lot of I think a lot of the stuff that and especially a lot of these bigger artists that are signed to like these massive labels, I feel like we don't really get to see a real side. Which with Luke and like guys like Jason Aldean too, you know they have like the Buck Commander stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have the hunting TV shows or whatever. So you get to kind of see the more real part of that. But then again, a lot of that's TV as well. Yeah. Scripted. So I, I think that I think a lot of times we see these superstars in uh, very scripted things. Did they yes. try? And, did they try and change you as a person at all? When oh you yeah, were dude. In like there? I couldn't, I couldn't wear. Like I walked in with a, a logo. It was my uncle's company. It's Hunt Real Outdoors, and I had the logo on the front of the hat, and they wanted me to change the hat. Uh, they made me put my American Idol sticker over my Columbia vest. Like wasn't allowed. Well, obviously that's probably yeah, it's just like branding. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like. Like, I would go in these interviews, yeah. you know, and where they were shooting, like, B-roll stuff or whatever. Right. right. And uh, they would ask me questions, and they told me to answer honestly, you know. So then I would answer honestly, and they're like, oh, well, you can't say that. Like, there was one thing about Luke. Like, they were like, well, you think you and Luke will hit it off? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, he does the Buck Commander stuff. He hunts and whatever. And they're like, oh, you, you can't talk about hunting. I was like, what? Why? And they're like, well, we don't support, like, killing animals. And I was like, oh. So you okay. know if you do like the slightest little deep on one of your hosts, he hunts 
yeah. avidly. You know, and, and you would think. Yeah. But then, you know, American Idol's owned by Disney, too. So yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, I guess they just kind of keep it in their lane or whatever. So there was Dumb. a lot of times I couldn't, I had to, I had to really think about my answers before I gave the answers. Like yeah. what was uh, acceptable, you know, like Hollywood acceptable. Right, right, right. You know? We had a, I know a tattoo artist in the local town and he, uh, he was on, um, um, Ink Masters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he told me the whole story about that whole situation about how he went in there and he killed it and he was fucking, he way better tattoos, not the shit on other people like that. Way better tattoos than all the other people like that. And then he ended up going in. It went well. And he's like, okay, so here's what you're going to have to do. Since you're from small town, Ohio, we're going to give you a cowboy hat. We're going to give you all this like Southern fucking draw kind of feel to you. And he's like, that's not me at all. And I'm like, but we want you to fit that character. You're going to be this person, this and that, if you want to be on this show. And he's like, I can't just fucking be myself. And they're like, no, you need to fit a character. You need to be a whole season of a certain person. And they're like, he's like, fuck this, dude. This is ridiculous. Yeah, well, that's, that's what they did to my little brother. So my little brother, he lives in LA now. Like, if you, if you go listen to my little brother stuff, which he had lived in LA for a little bit and then came out to everybody, which was, you know, we all kind of knew, you know, and oh, so, we came out gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Where'd you come? You came out where?" Yeah, uh, yeah. I was. I did. did like, get yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, and came so, out the kitchen? and we already we like <laughs> out of the kitchen. <laughs> what was he making? Uh, and so I mean, we already we all kind of knew already, you know. Um, and so he just he had that whole persona about him already, but whenever he got on and he went viral like he did, they brought him. They brought a whole camera crew. From American Idol out to our farm in Royal, Arkansas. What? It was hilarious. Brent was actually there with me. Okay. So we're we're riding. And at the time, we had like horses and donkeys and everything still. Like goats, sheep, whatever. And me and Brent had just got done hunting that morning. And we'd actually killed two deer. So as these people pulled up, we're skinning deer on the skin rack at, <laughs> at my papa's house. Oh, no shit. Lie. And so... so um, <laughs> it was so funny there was this guy uh one of the cameramen uh-huh. and you could tell dude had never been never seen the, country, the inside you know? of, a, of a deer like that and uh and so you know we have a, a decent sized farm and they were wanting to go on the back side where the pond and stuff was and uh dude was like well i don't you know i don't want to carry this camera all the way up there you know so we're like well you can ride in the back and I said, but watch your white jeans. We just had two deer back there, and there might be some deer blood. And he goes, like, almost pukes, you know? So, <laughs> oh, dude, it was so funny. Well, then they get out to where they're filming, and they're trying to have Noah feed the horses and donkeys, like, hay out of his hand. It didn't really work like that, you know? Like, Ugh. you can't just go up with hay in your hand and expect a horse to eat it. <laughs> yeah. If it was, like, an apple or something else, it's then different. they would, you know? Yeah, it's different. And uh, That's a little incentive. Yeah, and so... This is all for, like, three seconds of video, too. This dude, is, this dude, it was outrageous. So, <laughs> we're sitting there, and me and Brant are sitting on the mule, and we're watching him, and we're just leaning back, and this camera guy, our pond at the time was dry, and so this camera guy standing in the middle of this dry pond filming it, and this donkey comes up behind him and starts chewing on the back of his jeans. You <laughs> would have thought that this guy had seen a ghost, dude. He takes off, just freaking, get the thing off of me. Just going nuts, dude. It was hilarious. Dude. Hilarious. What did they expect when they went to a small town? Oh, I don't know. They rolled up in like all black SUVs, you know. Like, what? 
With a hoster, or was it just it was just camera crew? No, it was just camera. Well, there was like a like a journalist, like a producer, like, yeah. you know, like, interview person yeah. there, and then the camera crew. Right. It was dude. It was so funny. That's great. It was so funny. And what did you was, guys do when you left? Then, like when they left, like did you guys like make fun of them? Oh, or? dude, yes, one hundred percent. And there was like a part where they did like family interviews too, and of course, y'all would have to meet him to to understand. But my papa is the definition of a southern redneck, right? Like, like stand up white beater wears American flag shorts. The no, the no, like we're oh. talking like stand up oh, oh, shirt with the, the 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 damn overalls. Okay, with an American no flag, pa- no no underwear on. underneath oh, of that. Bro, it's just like, I like the white Walmart tennis shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh. then like he's got this white beard that's out to here, and he's got he's got a mullet. Yeah, I don't know if y'all ever saw my mullet. You know, I just donated my yeah. mullet. I just cut it off. But he's Hell got, yeah. He just got, he's got the big mullet, and he's got the big white beard. It looks like Santa Claus, honestly. Nice. nice. And so, and they pulled up, and these dudes are like, me and Brandon are over here skinning deer. My papa's standing on the porch in a pair of overalls. <laughs> he's know? like, who the fuck are y'all? Hey, dude, it, dude they were, it was a culture shock for them, I promise you. <laughs> I love that, dude. And so they did these like family interview parts, dude. Like one-on-ones? Well, like it was oh. all of us sitting in the living room, you know? And uh, if you go in my papa's living room, it's like deer hanging on the wall. Okay. It's And it looks like a, a log cabin on the inside. He's got like the cedar planks. Nice. That's dope. Know? That's beautiful. So these dudes walk in there and they're like... Are we at Bass Pro? Dude, oh my God, dude. They were freaking out. So we're all sitting there and they're like, you know, asking Noah these questions and about showing animals. Like we were, we talked about showing animals. They're like, what do you mean showing animals? We're like, well, we raised these steers or whatever bulls, whatever we had for that year. And we take them to a, a, you know, an arena. We walk them around the arena Uh and people give us money for raising these cows, like kids, like FFA, you know, 4 H, whatever. Right, right, right. And these people had never heard of it they were like oh yeah it was it was wild they got to find out what happens after mm. well we we had said something about they were like the one guy said uh so then you you take care of these animals and what you bring them home and i said no we butcher them and he was like his face literally twisted you know like and he was like so you eat them i was like well most of the time we sell them to other people for them to eat but i mean Somebody eats them. Yeah. And they're like, well, do you name them? I was like, well, yeah. You know, like every every animal I ever showed in the fair had a name. Yeah. You know, because they, they put the name of the cow, you know, with yeah. your name and whatever. And he was like, so you name these animals, you spend time with them, and then you kill them. I was like, for to eat yes yeah it's, you know it's like, insane <laughs> thinking they about just probably can wrap their head thinking around about exactly. somebody that has never been involved in that process and they're learning it for the first time thinking they're just gonna interview for for the american idol they're just getting smoked with the wild side of country. oh yeah so do you prefer chicken or beef then Mm. That's tough. Mm. That's tough. See, uh, that, I got the question. That's where the question is, man. I I am an I am an avid chicken wing eater, dude. I like chicken I, wings. I, I love do. chicken wings, but I love beef. I love steak. I love steak too. I love fucking. But I'm also so roasts. my dad. My dad's from Louisiana. 
So crawfish. I like Cajun God food. Like, so I'm a seafood eating some gun. Oh man, crab legs. You probably had some banging craw like crawfish broils. Oh dude, I do I do massive crawfish bowls every year, dude. What? What's the one dude? What's the one dude? Uh Let's get, get a, a dude. dude. Yeah. Oh uh Stale Cracker. Gotta yeah. get you with a crab. I met him, dude. You met the, him? Yeah, dude. Oh, you he was some at the two uh, step. Yo, dude, I, dude, I got all the two step stuff for sure. I love that. He was in uh he was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. At Champy's. Okay. At it's like this little restaurant. Okay. And they sat up, they set up in the parking lot and he had that big old boiler out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he boiled probably 400 pounds of crawfish oh, that day. Holy heavens. Holy shit. But oh, he's, my God. But he's the same dude live that he is on TikTok. Like, dude, we were he's sitting like, there. I'm going to show skin a gator, dude. <laughs> and, bro, he was sitting out there and, like, and you know, my dad's family's from Louisiana, so I've heard some people, you know, have that accent or whatever. But yeah. his is thick, dude, like thick. And so the whole time he's like, "Ah, yeah, dude, put that on a cracker, dude." Like the whole time, and you're just like, he never quits talking that way. Like it's not even, <laughs> it's not, it's not even like a, it's not even like a personality. It's like that's it's him, literally just him. That's wild. That's so. That's cool though. You know, he's not faking it like that. Oh yeah, no. That's like, so cool. He's so. Dude, I think the booger boys definitely need to take a trip to Nashville. Oh, dude, y'all, bro. And if I have down. one of your crawfish, dude, dude, I'm a, I'm a food connoisseur, bro. I don't look like it. I feel like but most people are food connoisseurs. <laughs> no, I'm, dude, I'm definitely a food connoisseur. But bro. I am the skinniest. I haven't been building this table muscle for 28 years for nothing. <laughs> this table bro. muscle, bro. <laughs> I'm, I love the, that. I'm the skinniest fat dude I swear you'll ever see, bro. I will put, I put food away, man. Like, it's, man, I, I don't know. It was it, like my whole life was always just different kinds of food all the time like like i said my dad's from louisiana so there's always a bunch of cajun food being cooked and then my papa you know he was the guy that smoked all the meats grilled <laughs> all the steaks and stuff like that you know just like southern guy thing yeah, yeah. and then grill um, master you know my my grandmother uh they baked well that but then she she like was raised very poor you know so like they had to learn how to cook a lot of food for a lot of people with not a lot of money. So, like, hobo stew? Oh, man. Bro, I get down like, on hobo stew. Or, like, uh, pinto beans with a ham hock in it oh. and the homemade cornbread, dude. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, yeah. Ever, I don't know what that. I don't... Oh, yeah, dude. It's mint, dude. Or, like, turnip greens with, with bacon and ham hock in it or whatever. Like, you know, those are the things I grew up eating or... Uh, Y'all know what shit on a shingle is? Yes. Yeah. Explain yes. what the hell oh that my is God. to me. So it's, Bre dude, it's poor mm. folks breakfast gravy is what it is. Yeah. Right? So you take take a piece of white bread, mm -hmm. make it into a piece of toast, you know, put it in a toaster. Okay. Okay. And then you take ground beef, sausage, whatever you got. Cream of mushroom. I mean, yeah. And so then you put cream of mushroom in it. Or if you're like super poor and you can't afford cream of mushroom, it's literally flour and we would use fresh milk. Yeah, and, and make your and own. And you just make your own little breakfast gravy, and you put that on a piece of toast, shit on a shingle. Yep. Dude, fire. The more you know. It's the fire, bro, know. and it's quick and easy, too. Or or <laughs> if you're really poor and you can't afford white bread, put it over some rice. Son. Oh. Some rice. Over some rice, dude. Some rice. Oh, man. Listen. That's it, changing the game oh, there. Dude, I'm telling you. And, I'm tell and, if you, if, and I, know, I know this sounds crazy. Don't judge me yet. If you'll put salt, pepper, and sugar on your rice with some butter and then put the gravy over top of it, mm. done deal, son. He's putting us on. Done He's deal. getting crazy with it. Well, I gotta, He's getting crazy. I, I put him on earlier, bro. We're talking about it. The spicy nuggets from Wendy's, bro, oh, dude, and the I'm chili. Going, I'm, after I leave here, I'm going to Wendy's to do spicy nuggets and chili. Bro, I, I'm doing it. Oh, my God. Got to. 
the fries, you know, it's a game changer, but what I'm about to, you're just about to blow your socks off, bro. You're going to have to pull over, find where your socks went, and then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then carry on from there. Oh, yeah, dude. And food was just one of those things, too. Just, I mean, growing up, I was, I mean, I was always a big kid. You know, I mean, I'm 6'5. You know, and so even growing up, I even, forgot how fucking tall you were. Yeah. Too. So I mean, even though I do look up I, to you sitting there, yeah. <laughs> it's such a dude. The, the camera that is on right now is the funniest goddamn camera in the world because every time you try and adjust, you're still with I'm, your yeah, cowboy still, hat like this, bro. <laughs> still looking up to granddaddy. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but even like even my brother's a big kid. You know, my brother's six three, six four. You know, so we always just grew up. Man, food was just one of those things, man. And we were, and everybody was so good at cooking. And my mom, dude, my mom slays in the kitchen, bro. Like, is my whole family, dude. If there was ever like, like we when it, growing up, every Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. after everybody went to church, mm-hmm. everybody went to Nanny and Papa's house. Oh, and, and we ate family lunch. It was more like two o'clock ish, you know? Yeah, it was like a late dinner kind of thing or early dinner kind of thing, but. Dude, it was just every week there was something like, uh, you know what eating aisle chicken is? Eating out of chicken. Eat, is eating, that... eating aisle chicken. Aisle? You say aisle, like eating like an aisle, like an aisle in a store. Oh, I thought you said eating out of chicken. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't know. This guy's putting on something crazy right now. I don't know if I want to do that. I was like, are you talking about stuffing the bird? You know, and then you just understand why that camera crew was a little fucked up when they went over there, bro. You were eating out of chicken. They pulled up and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, bro! <laughs> oh, shit!" No, so Eden, E D E N, Eden, Isle, Eden, Isle, chicken. You ain't even saying Eden. I thought you were th- Eden, Eden, E D E N. Okay, yeah, keep Eden. going. Okay. <laughs> keep going. So what it is? You take chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wrap them in bacon. Okay. Mm. And you put dried beef over it. Okay. That's, that sounds like smoking a fatty. What? So you take ground beef, but you put cheese and jalapenos in it, and you you know you mm. make a log, mm. wrap it in bacon, and then more meat, and you throw it in the smoker. That sounds fantastic. And then you cut it open, bro. Oh my god, my stepdad makes that shit. And oh my god, I'm gonna have to do that. That sounds. Really he's good. putting you on. He's a he's a skinny fat dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I that. love eating. But then yeah, so then you put the chicken breast in a pan, put butter in between them, so when it cooks, you know it's getting the butter taste, and then you cover it with cream of mushroom soup. And sour cream, and you let all that cook together, and then you put a piece of chicken over rice, and then that sauce that gets made from the sour cream and the cream of mushroom, Ooh. put that over. This guy's getting crazy. You. I'm telling you, dude. He's Y'all cool. really know food. I'm telling you, bro. I didn't get this fat for no reason. fucking It's understandable. There's a lot of people that don't. Yeah. This is an understandable one here, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. God bless. Okay, hold up. So let's go. Let's go to Tennessee. Let's go to Tennessee. You ship off to Tennessee. You go mm-hmm. from your farm. What, what made you do it? Um. Well, like I said, you know, I did some shows with uh, Charlie Farley a couple times, and I was like, man, like going on the road playing for all these people, like this is this is cool, you know. Like, and I never thought that that would be a possibility for me, right? You know. Um. So then I started playing some shows locally in my hometown, and uh. It got to where I got, I had a little following, mm-hmm. you know, in my hometown. And then I would go play like Little Rock, Arkansas, play some bars and stuff there. And, uh, you know, I just always had people come up to me like, hey, like, you know, you're pretty good at this singing thing. Like, you should really, you know, do this full time. And 
Uh, and but in Arkansas live music, it's it's hard. I've got some friends that do it still in Arkansas that are that are great at it. You know, they they do music full time, and um, but it just wasn't something that I like. If I was gonna do it, I'm one of those people. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it big. Okay. You know? Yeah. So then uh, I worked three jobs. I was um, a bartender, and then I was a waiter at Cracker Barrel, and then I was working security at a at a, a nightclub. You look like a fucking dude that works that's at Cracker dude, Barrel. Like, Cracker as soon as I Bell? saw you start to laugh, I was like, man, that fit the script. Breakfast fucks, though. Oh, yeah, dude. Can't lie. So, uh, but yeah, man, I worked three jobs, saved up some money, and uh, man, me and three buddies, we moved up to Nashville, and it's been kind of kicking it ever since, man. So, how, so you go into Nashville, and you immediately start booking, trying to book, get shows, so, trying to do that? Um, I had a buddy of mine named Zach Westcott that... Got me hooked up with uh, shows on Broadway. So I played on Broadway for a long time. But playing on Broadway is one of those things. You make great money, especially during the summers. Um, but You're talking you, just like playing on the street? Well, like, no, about? like in the bars. In like the bars. Jason okay, Aldean's okay. Jason bar, okay. Luke Bryan's bar, all okay, those places. Okay, But those places don't let you play music that you've written. Oh, so you're just doing covers. Oh, covers. All, all you're allowed to do is covers. Oh, okay. So you're sitting there making a living on other playing someone else's mm-hmm. okay. and it's so and man you get some people that'll follow you on social medias or whatever but a lot of times man everybody goes to those bars to have a good time they're not they want to hear live music they want to hear people that are good but they don't give a rip about who you are right, you know, right. you're playing their favorite songs they hear on the radio right, right you know so uh and you know bachelorette parties all the time you know so it's like and those you know everybody's pretty much wasted by the time they get to you so they don't ever really know who you are as an artist. Mm. And so I, whenever I realized that, I was like, man, this just isn't fun anymore. Right. You know? So, um, and then right after I moved, COVID hit. So. Oh, so you, that, were in, you were in Nashville on the lock. Probably, so I moved. Was, I it, moved. was it really a lockdown down over there, though? Mm. For follow. a little bit, it was pretty much locked down, which I was, I was still working. I was working as a bartender there as well. And. That all closed down. So, uh, at the time, I was engaged. And so, me and her, we moved back to Arkansas. Okay. And, uh, my stepdad, at the time, had a – he was a salesman for Coca-Cola. Um, and that was a summer job I'd had when I was, you know, in high school and stuff, was working at the warehouse there. Mm-hmm. And so, they got us jobs uh, so we could, you know, still have income. So, I was living at my grandparents' house in Arkansas, paying rent on a house in Tennessee. Man, shout out Paul Paul, man. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. My dude, my grandparents, my naughty and my papa, dude. Saints, brother. They they are the if it, I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't for them, there's no telling where I would be. My my mom and my dad are great, don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of times in our life that even my mom and dad couldn't provide certain things. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for them Hell know. yeah, dude. So yeah, that's why like my album, I wrote a song called Hey Papa, and that was the on my album, my full length album I released. The whole album was called "Hey Papa." That's the title track of the of the album. Nice. Yeah, he's dude. He's my best friend. Hell yeah, so, dude. That's my dude. So so then oh, yeah. so you shipped back up to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After, so I would after probably want to calm down. Yeah. So I was a bartender at Buffalo Wild Wings at the time, and when they opened back up with their full bar and everything, yeah, that's when we moved back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So you're from Arkansas. Did you ever meet Bobby Bones? Um, no, 
I think I've met him like in passing. He would have no idea who I am. Right. Uh, but uh, he's actually from Mountain Pine, Arkansas. Okay. And so Mountain Pine is 20 minutes from Royal. Mm -hmm. So like I went to church with his sister. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So like. Mm, okay. I mean, she's, she's a good bit older than me. And I didn't even know whenever we were going to church with her, I didn't know that that was his sister. You know, like I had, right. I had yeah, no yeah. clue. And I mean, and we didn't, until he blew up on the radio stuff, mm -hmm. nobody from where we were, because he didn't mm -hmm. blow up through Arkansas radio. Oh, you know? so, okay. So he was already in Nashville doing this thing whenever he got big. Gotcha, gotcha. So nobody in our little town knew who the hell he was until he started repping the hogs all the time. Right. You know, and everything. And then telling people, oh yeah, I'm from Mountain Pine, Arkansas. And then he like released his little biography. Yeah. You know, about the struggles that he went through as a kid and stuff like that. And, and Mountain Pine is, it's a tiny, it's smaller than my town. Really? So, yeah, like, it's stupid tiny. And they, they've got a little bitty school out there. And um, it's just, you know, it's one of those places where you blink, you miss it. You right, know? right. I mean, it's, it's super small. So, who's the, who's the biggest person that you've met or partied with since you've been up in Tennessee because I know a lot of a lot of people go rolling through it's kind of one of the reasons why I don't want to go is because if I go and like I just get like this culture shock kind of deal of like potentially running into all these people like you oh, said yeah, all these people have these always, bars yeah it's always there's always a chance um to run into these people uh I've met dude I've met so many people um probably like the biggest names I've met, I met Morgan Wallen. Okay. Um, I've met Hardy. Um, I've met Lanny Wilson. Mm, uh, you met Lanny. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. That's baby. You met Lanny? Yeah. I met, I met, which, so. Baby Lanny? Ooh. So, Lanny is from Baskin, Louisiana. Okay. My dad is from Baskin, Louisiana. Okay. Her grandmother was my dad's high school principal. Okay. So that's nuts. She, that's crazy. Yeah. So like once little me tie and, there. Yeah. Once me and her kind of made the connection, you know, we talked about that. So that was a cool little connection there. So dang, look me dang. in my eyes right now. I gotta Tell look me. at you, but I look. She's beautiful. She is. Yeah, that's that's the that's the yeah. statement. <laughs> that's that's all I'm. Gonna, she is beautiful. She's a very beautiful one. She's so sure. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> my man's infatuated over here, bro. I yeah. It's like it's like. Driving through West Virginia, bro, you're going down her back. It's like, you know, you get there, you get there, and then boom, the mountains. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I got to go up this hill. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, man. I always find her her fame really interesting to me in, in country. is yeah. because she's, yeah. She made music a decent amount and everything. And, like, I'm not going to say, like, heart -like fully. Truck. I'm not going to say fully it was because of the truck but it was like randomly on tiktok you just saw laney wilson dump truck and like the search bar when you come strolling through and like you're going on videos like it's like little bar, like hey search this up and i'm like yeah. what the hell is going on it here it blew up and then out of nowhere Her now, cheetah she, pants. now mm -hmm. she is just on top well and you know and it's really funny too whenever you look at like her career like she uh she released that song, Dirty Looks. And I know not a lot of people maybe even know that song, but she has a song out called Dirty Looks. That's a fantastic song. And that came out a good bit before that. And then she she even released a video on her TikTok about 
well, if that's what gets me famous, I guess you know. Like, right, right, right. Know, yeah, she owned. I love how she owned she up owned to it. it. Yeah, you know. And then, and then her and Lauren Elena now uh-huh. have the song about their, uh-huh. their butts. Yeah, you know, basically. Yeah. So it's just she's taking it and run with it. You know. And that's the hey, niche. Gonna make your money. She went. She went on tour with Luke, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought she. I was like, well, I don't know if she went on tour. With she Luke. make a I lot of money on Luke. OnlyFans. Oh my god. This guy. I know her and Luke. Somebody used get the to, water gun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> shoot them all, but um, I know her and Luke used to write together a lot when they first moved to Nashville. But that's another thing that people don't realize is Lainey was in Nashville for like ten years. Yeah, I, yeah, she was yeah, grinding. I, said, like, I knew dude, that. She was, she was like living no in a camper. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and that's the <laughs> that's the part that people don't see, which is is crazy. You know, like, and for her to be able to book, like, man, props to her. What I mean, yeah. And that did take a weird turn, yeah. But she she put her nose to the grindstone for ten years. Yeah, and just and now look, she's one of the biggest names yeah. in country music. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's on tour with Hardy right now. It might have been Hardy. I was thinking. Yeah. I know she just was on a bigger tour. Yeah, with somebody. She was on tour with Hardy. That's crazy. See, that's nuts. I, was, I, I know I, that camper she was living in. Like she said at one point, like there wasn't even running water in it, and she was still. Yeah, living she was in like there. hooked up to someone else's water yeah. and electric. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. See, and like it, it's cool with social media now as as artists and everything like that. Like we post up all the time. We get viral videos here and there. Like some people might not know who we are on the street. There's been a bunch of people that have come up randomly and just like boogered up. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. We had there was a one story of the uh, Evan, uh he's not here tonight, but he uh he was on a on a, a plane heading back from Dallas, I believe it was. And in front of him there was a dude binge watching our videos right in front of him. Oh, and he was true. like, what the fuck is happening? But I wanted to ask you and I don't remember the gentleman's name uh, you know who I'm talking about, uh, Richmond. Uh, Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. That kind of deal where it's just like that one song that'll hit that goes nuclear. I want to know your uh, what you think you can do that make people catch that. Is this song that you got on right now? Or is this the song? Yo, hey, look, this one's blowing up right now. I've got a song. It's coming out on the 29th. The song's not even out yet? No, dude. Oh, no, that's, that's, so you still dancing with the hot yeah, water? Yeah, dude. So we haven't even... Um, we haven't even released that one yet. Uh, it comes out on the 29th, but it's, this is the, that song is the most views I've ever had on anything. Like, and it's just, it's a very relatable song. You know, it's, um, it's about my divorce. You know, the things that I was, I was going through at the time. And it's funny. The way the song happened was even crazier. Um, I'm part of a group in Nashville called Unhinged and it's just like, me and six of my best friends that we all are writers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we all write together almost on a weekly basis. Um, and two of the members of that group, two of my best friends, Emily Ortego and Matt England. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, those are my people. Um, so they wrote this song, and uh, they basically hated the song. They were like, you know, it's the, and they were trying to write it for me because they knew I was struggling at the time. Dude, I wasn't writing with nobody. I wasn't playing shows nowhere. I was just, I man, I was depressed, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so they were wanting to write a song for me to be able to sing, you know, to maybe, like, help me get out of a funk, right? Right. Well, then me and Emily, we're on the road. We're going to play a show in Virginia. And she was like, hey, I want to play you this song that me and Matt wrote. I was like, all right. And she was like, we hate it, but... We want your input on it because we wrote it for you. That's beautiful. And I was like, all right, cool. Did you, did you not know this? No, the, I didn't know Oh, that's beautiful. So they, she plays me this song, and, I, dude, I just fell in love with it. 
And I was like, I, I feel like I can add stuff to this because mm-hmm. it's what I'm going through. Right. right. But the, I, and it, whenever you get to hear the song, the chorus of the song, I didn't touch it at all. It was perfect. Um, so I changed some words in the verses and in the, the bridge of the song, and it just kind of came to life. I love and that. And then, uh, man, and then after that, uh, man, I posted. I had one video. I was playing at a writer's round at the Dogwood in uh, in Nashville. And someone took a video of it, and they're like, dude, you need to post this song. And at the time, you know, I was going through the divorce stuff. I didn't know if it was a good idea. But then I was like, man, man, whatever. You know, what the hell? I was just, let's post it. And it got like 93,000 views, like quick. Okay. And I was like, oh, so people are digging this. And I would right. get, I would get messages from all these people like, drop hey, the song. Dude, like we need the song now. And then it just turned into me playing it and playing it and playing it and playing it everywhere. And then uh, a record label heard it, and so and I can't say names on that part yet, but mm. they brought me in. To play this song for them. Right. And they just, they love the song. Dude, they call me like all the time, you know, like I'm in constant contact with these people. So that's badass. Hell hoping, yeah. Hoping that this song leads to keep the masters. Hopefully, hopefully this the podcast doesn't ruin what you got oh, going on. No. <laughs> no. Keep the masters. Mm. No, that's sick. That's sick. Hell yeah. So, yeah, so, so, yeah I mean, I think. That, what's, the, what's the title of the song? Uh, Your Side of the Bed. Your side of the bed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. Did hook. you think? Did you? Did you come up with the title, or did they? It was no, that originally they did. theirs. That's, they did. Yeah. I love the fact that your friends that are writers saw what you were going through and decided to write off of your experiences or your story, and that were like, we don't like it. We want you to be able to put to partake into yeah. it, and if you like it, basically, like you can do what you need to do with it. Oh yeah, and the that's hook, beautiful. The hook line of the chorus is what got me, because mm-hmm. like at the time. At the time, I was living on a buddy's couch. Okay. Because my soon-to-be ex-wife, was she kept the house, right? Yeah. Okay. So I am living on my buddy's couch, and the hook line said, I still can't face your side of the bed. Mm. And I was like, and I, dude, I'm not going to lie. The first time I heard it, I just started bawling. I would I imagine. Like, Bro. And I was like, this is, it's literally perfect. It's literally perfect. It changed some words, and then it just came out to be. One got, of the best songs ever. And got you out that funk. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I love that that made you ins- like inspired to be like, yeah, I'm going to oh, attack yeah. now. And bro, and that's, and that's the cool thing too is like, and once I saw it blow up and once I realized like what this song could do, bro, it was like a swift kick in the ass, bro. Like I was like, I've got, I've got all these people, you know, that I've got to put on my back, like people I'm supporting, right. you know, like not only my family, like, you know, I've got, I've got a daughter, you know, like I've got all these people in my life that it's time for me to buck up, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and yeah, I've been in town for five years, you know, I've, I've been in Nashville for five years and like, and I've had people look at me, I've had people say, Hey, you're good. You got this, keep going. And then you just get to a point where you're like, damn, like five years and I feel like I haven't accomplished much. But then you look at like, you look at the, like I had to sit back and be like, Hey, like I've got this group of people that loves me and supports me. I've got a family back home that loves me and supports me, and I'm sitting here crying about it. Nah, it's time to like get up. And since then, dude, I've probably wrote about 35 songs. Holy fuck yeah! Shit. Just dude, just going off. And like, and some of them have been heartbreak songs. Some of them have been, hey, I'm gonna get over you songs. Some of them have been, hey, I'm going to drink with the boys kind of songs. And it's just, you know, like, I, bro, I'm telling you, man. Once once I get that record deal, or once I, 
you know, maybe find some sponsors to help me pay because music is expensive. That's that's a part. Like yeah, a cheap single in Nashville is fifteen hundred bucks. Jesus. So, so like once, to get a professionally mastered like that, like the producing. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Have a band come in, play it, whatever. Like when I did my Hey Papa album, that was eleven grand, dude. Oh, 11, which I had sponsors. I had right. sponsors for all that. So I think I only paid like 2000 out of pocket. That's nice. Yeah, so that's nice. Everybody, and like, that's where happy hooker came in, you know? Uh, that's also kind of crazy. Cause like I've been in two death metal bands and I didn't understand that process of that, especially like in different genres of making music and making albums and such, not realizing that you can get sponsors for the album to help yeah, you yeah, pay yeah. to get through with it. I never thought about that. Well, see, and you know, and country music's a whole lot different. Uh, Cause like, and I don't, I don't want to downgrade any other genre of music because everybody has their grind. And you have to be talented to make it no matter right, what. Right, right, right. But like a lot of these like pop singers and stuff, a lot of their tracks are, you know, computer generated. Yeah, you know, stuff like, like the that. beats and stuff. Yeah, so like you don't, like with country music, you can generate those tracks on a computer but it's not going to sound the same. They ain't going you know to right. touch your soul like you need exactly. it to. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you put in a steel guitar with a good acoustic guitar player, that's going to touch your soul, and you got to pay those people to do that. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Or, like, or even, you know, you just said metal bands. There's not very many people in the world that can shred like metal guitar players, right. that can drum like drummers and metal bands. Mm. I'm not even a metal head. Like, I'm not a metal. I, I don't mind metal music. It's not my go-to. Right. But, dude, when I see a drummer oh from a metal God. band just going just... nuts, bro, there's nothing like that. And you can't you can't replicate that. Right. No, yeah. Right, right, you right. You just can't. Um, and so it's – and even, like, Hardy's new stuff. You know, the, like, the rock stuff he's got coming yeah, out. Yeah, right I, I think my favorite song by Hardy is that truck bed. Mm. That's like, Isn't that's... the one – there's that one with uh, Taylor Lewan in the music video? Uh, you I see that? Remember. He's committed a music video. It's like the party in the front yard kind of deal. Watch the music he got locked videos. out. Yes. Yeah, yes, he got locked out the house yeah, where they yeah, had a party yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That party, that, that song kind of fucked. I'm not a big hardy guy for some reason, but like that song, I was kind of like, okay, this kind of fucked. Well, dude, dude if, you're, if, you're, if you're a metal fan, bro, he's got some you need to he go screams. listen to his Mockingbird and the Crow album. Yeah. It, is that dude, the one? Is that the one he's like, this ain't a radio song? Yes. He literally screams What is that guy's name? That sings on that song. He's a uh, he's a big time metal artist. Um, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold uh, up. I know you're talking about. Hold up. Gosh I'm, dang it. I'm whatever I know his it. name hold is. Up. But Hardy brought him in on that song. I was about to say, you guys are doing great. I don't know what we're doing I, here, but dude, I, but dude, you like I got, if you like, I got yeah, it. look it up. You got your phone on you. I got um, if you like metal music though, yeah, Hardy dips into a lot of that metal stuff. Yeah, I've um, noticed that, and like, there's a little bit of me that's like, yeah, this is cool, and there's a part of me like, I, I'm a massive wrestling fan. And so he did. Oh, when he was on WrestleMania or whatever. Yeah, dog. He Jeremy. Per- he performed it. Yes. I don't know. I, it doesn't show the last name without me playing it, but it's, uh, it's Jeremy McSomething. Gosh, can't even think of his name. He's but he's like big in the metal scene or whatever. Cool, you know? cool, cool. So like it, the, the performance, him, him yell like that. Like, yell. I'm like, I don't, like I don't sold need out. that for you. I don't. Yeah, the sold. sold that's out, what it was. Out. Was sold out, and I was like, I don't need that. I don't, that's not what I'm looking for. I have like specific little tastes when I'm going for like certain genres of music, like rap. I want to do like violent, like gun stuff. I want to do like yeah, that's yeah, all I want. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want the sappy. I don't want stuff about like talking about your girl and shit like that. I don't need all that. I want yeah. like I want to walk into a room and be like, yeah, I'm the baddest dude. That's yeah. the music that the. No, vibe. I feel that. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna listen to rap music, dude, it's it's gonna be like older like. 
Yeah. Like ice cube stuff. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Big ice cube. We were just talking about that today. Taylor didn't know. I was like, Taylor, name me one ice cube song. And Taylor couldn't name one ice cube, couldn't name one Pac, couldn't. I was like, oh, Tupac. Dude. I, Tupac I love Pac. Dude. I, I like Pac more than Biggie. And I know that a lot of people disagree with me on that. But I don't I mean, I do. I just like but I love Pac, know? dude. Uh, and then like, bro, like Young Jock back in the day. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then like early Lil Wayne, dude. I knew oh, every fire. word to every fire. song, dude. Like fire. He, he never made Miss. No, so never. Like, but then, but then, dude, I also had like the, like, do you know who Brian McKnight is? Mm-mm. He's like a pop R&B artist from like the early 2000s. He was one of my biggest inspirations of like getting outside of country music. No shit. And so like, I sing higher than what most people would think yeah. I do. So like the runs and stuff that I do, I get a lot of that from Brian McKnight, dude. I was a big early Chris Brown fan. Oh, like, yeah. Like with you, stuff like that, like that album. <laughs> Yo, dude, dude, I was I murdered that song, dude. Murdered that song. Ugh. Like, I I I got to the point where my dad literally came in one day. I had a six CD changer. Uh, Love that, bro. Love that. And so I had the I had like four speakers connected to it throughout my room, and my dad would have to come in there all the time. Like, hey, turn it down. Hey, turn it down. Hey, I'd, turn it down. And yep. then one day I played what uh the album that uh Kiss Kiss was on. Okay. Pain, whatever album that was. Exchange Deluxe or, Deluxe or something like that. I played that album so much. My dad came in there one day and took the CD from me. He, said, <laughs> he literally said, dude, turn this shit off. And I was like, <laughs> like my dad knew every word to every Chris Brown song at that time. <laughs> because I was so much. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so sad. And then I upgraded to the one that had the aux cord, right? Oh. And I had the iPod... Uh, Nano, dude, dude yes, nano. The, but it was like the third generation nano that was like the boxy yeah. looking one, you uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. And I, dude, and I, man, I got on LimeWire, bro. You had Lime to wire, back in the day, bro. dude. Had to, had to, you had to burn because, that shit straight to it, dude. Because my mom, dude, every time I bought something off iTunes, my mom would be, like, oh, what you buying? Oh, and it had to be like the clean version. Man, me and my friends weren't listening to the clean version <laughs> on the back of the bus. <laughs> you know, I want to hear a dude say fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, like. I remember, uh, you remember the song Snap Your Fingers by Lil Jon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, funny story. So my dad got into this big health kick when I was in like sixth or seventh grade, right? And we would go up to my high school, and they had the track around the high school football field, and it was open for public use, right? I was never one of those people that could like, until I got older, that would like listen to music to work out or to run, and I hated running. I was in seventh grade. I was fat. I didn't want to run. But my dad took our whole family up there to like walk around the track. So my mom was like, hey, can I borrow your iPod? Didn't even think about the fact that I had just gotten off LimeWire and downloaded all these songs, right? Nice. My mom makes it like maybe a lap around the track. And then I heard the full name yelled from across the track. And she said, get your ass over here now. And I was like, (laughs) oh boy, I'm in trouble. And so I walk over there. She goes, what song is this? And it was Snap Your Fingers by Lil Jon. Oh boy, I was in so much trouble. Oh my God, you didn't do it for her? You're like, oh, oh no, I, I, as soon as I heard it, my head went down like this. And I was like, that's, uh, that's little John. And she was like, that's what? That's what? What, what was it? That was, that's little John. And she's like, why is it on your iPod? You know, <laughs> Yeah, oh, you get yourself in trouble. You get the yin yang twins involved in that too. You're a dead man. Oh, yeah, dude. You're uh, a dead man. What's the. Uh, uh, shake it like a salt shaker. I had That's that one on shaker, there, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, bro! I got so much trouble. She went through. She took my iPod home that night, and she listened to every song that she could get through. And like before, you know, it died, or she just right? didn't have time okay. to listen to music. Next morning, she wrote down the names of all those songs, 
Then she, she said, go on there and delete these right now. And I was like, damn. damn she listened to like all a, of them. There was like 110 of them. There's no way she didn't listen to Salt Shaker and was like, oh, I know for I know for a fact she heard Lollipop. Oh, um, by Wayne. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I mean, like, uh, I know Shoulder Lean, mm-hmm. Young Dro was yeah, one of them. Yeah. Bro, I dude, I got in so much trouble. I bet. So I much. Bet. A crime mob, dude. I had like the whole crime mob album on my phone oh. on my iPod. I got in so much trouble for that one, dude. It was nuts. <laughs> It was oh not. You went from getting, you can't have any of this music on, to, all right, we're going to get down like, and gritty with it. Like, you know whenever, whenever my parents aren't listening, dog, we're twerking ass cheeks yeah. in this room, dog. <laughs> oh, bro, and then, like, I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all have it up here, but we have the, the Christian music station, K-Love. Okay, right? yeah, we, yeah, yeah. So, so my mom made me listen to K-Love, took my iPod away, and made me listen to K-Love for a month. Damn. Oh, dude. Dude, how does that sound blasting over your speakers in your room? Hey, like Jesus music, man. We had to worship up, worship up. You know what I mean? Praise Jesus. <laughs> like, praise Jesus. You're like, hey, if I gotta praise, all y'all gonna praise. That's right. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah, so dude. You, so he's an inspiration of music you took from Chris Brown and the other gentlemen yeah. you said. Is that where your original? Where, like, is that the one? set of artists that really pushed you to start working on your vocals or like what what uh, did yeah, you get the influence like, from uh, yeah those guys um jason crab which is uh he's he's a, he's a christian artist as well but he does more like um country christian kind of thing okay and dude has the most insane voice ever um i listened to him a lot rascal flats Mm-hmm. Was a big inspiration. Um, Life is a highway. Dog, I didn't even mention this on the Friday episode. I'm I've never been a Rascal Flats dude. I can't really? stand his voice. I don't know. I, I can't do it. He I just, can't he ripped, do it, bro. He, he, I, I, I forgot like that they announced this. I don't know the dude, the lead dude in it. He come out to sing. Yeah, he yeah. came out to sing the national anthem for the Bengals game, and I was like, God damn it! And then my wife on the side goes, "I love Rascal Flatts." <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest. She was already drunk. Everybody's like taking the hat off, getting ready, posture up. I love Rascal. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> what is going on? We, this is America's time. <laughs> oh, dude, it was right before it, dude. I was like, way to amp it up. Way to get that little moment of like yeah dude we're about to get this shit oh I yeah would... and then like but like chris stapleton before chris stapleton, like chris stapleton was stapleton. like like when he was the lead singer of the steel drivers okay like it's, didn't know it's, that it's yeah. like a, yeah so chris stapleton used to be the lead singer of the steel drivers and i was a massive fan of the steel drivers so then i really and he dude his voice is just ungodly yeah you know we so, almost we almost got his national anthem to play at the golf scramble we, we almost played that over top of it because it's so beautiful oh yeah dude, it's it's so good so I do. I, I kind of took from all these different genres, all these different kind of artists, and just kind of, um, you know, and then like, and even like my papa was a big fan of like old school country music. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I, that, that, that does not surprise me yeah. in the slightest so bit like, after you explained this guy. So, like, uh, and I, my favorite kind of country music is like 90s. So, 90s like, country. my, my, do my dude, and will always, in my mind, be an underrated artist. Alan Jackson, Travis Tripp. Mm-hmm. Travis mm, Tritt. Massive Travis Tritt fan. I had an opportunity to go see him. Literally in my town over, he performed at the Ritz. Yeah, like, it dude, was I was... super small. He theater. did, didn't he? Yeah, because I was on the phone, bitch. I was like, why the fuck do I want to go see Thomas Tritt? <laughs> Free tickets, and I didn't go see him. Yeah, dude, tra- dude, Travis is just... Damn, I fucked up then. What? I fucked up then. I know one song by him. Did he say uh, yeah. Thomas? I think he did, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Tritt. Travis Tritt. 
Travis. Thomas Travis, same person. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, Charles, like, I don't think he said the right name. And I look over at Cody Ray and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, no, so like, and then like Randy Travis, uh, you know, Merle Haggard, George Jones, Marty Robbins, if you're kicking it way back. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. All those guys. And, that, and that's where I kind of get my songwriting style from is like, all those guys told very detailed stories in their songs. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't I don't write a whole lot of like upbeat like drinking songs or whatever. A lot of my a lot of my shit is just sad, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. It's just it's sad nineties style, heavy steel guitar, country music. And I got that just from man, the storytellers. And you know, like I would say that I'm a storyteller songwriter, you know, and like if, if you go listen if you go listen to my Hey Papa album, every song on there I've got like two like upbeat, like kind of bangers or whatever. But then the rest of them are just these sad country music, just make you want to cry and drink a beer. Yeah, know, that's why like I couldn't listen to almost any of your music except for uh, "Baptized" and and "Dirty oh, Water." Oh, "Dirty Water," yeah, yeah. That's like the only <laughs> song I could. Everything else was like, this is not. Is I, when it comes to country, I'm not there for the soft and sad stuff. Right, right, I'm right. only in the soft and sad stuff and when it, it comes yeah. to like pop and like punk, not pop, but like punk. Like yeah. the like the 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 pop punk. Come my wrist and black No, that's not it. But yeah, come on, yeah, no. I it's like whenever I'm into the country deal, I'm into like I'm gonna go into the woods and I'm gonna drink with my boys and we're gonna yeah, get yeah, down yeah. and gritty with it. Like some but that song back then, because that was I think that was, it was right around the time when I first met you. It was the only time I've ever met you before. It was when we were out fishing, and yeah. we can get to that story. That's a funny ass story. But I, I heard that song and I was like, this motherfucker's got something here. Like this guy's this guy's dancing in good water. Yeah. It's a little, if, if you ever haven't heard, heard the song, it's a banger. It actually is. He's baptized in you know dirty funny water. Is that is that is my least favorite song that I've ever put out. Really, dude. Why? Can't, can't stand that. Why? Song. Is it because you fucking had to sing it like four thousand times? I mean, came? well, that. But like. <laughs> Every like, time, every time I see him come to Fremont to play a show, it's like he plays all of his songs. Everybody's like chill, they'll love it and shit. And then he'll go to play that one. The whole fucking crowd's like, let's fucking go! And bro, like even even this this past Saturday, I played the Fickert Barn Party. Bro, I played Dirty Water as my last song, and I'm telling you, bro, they kept on coming up one more time, one more time. I probably played the last chorus of that song 15 times Saturday night. Damn. Bro, that, that was and, that was in but, the town I mean, though, right? Yeah, but it's in like, but it's it's in Fickert's Barn. By the time I play my last song, everybody is hammered, right? You know, so it's just like play it again, and it's just like oh my god, you know? play it again. And but that song, the the lyrics to that song are, are, are great. I love the the lyrics to that song. I love the meaning to that song. But it's it was dude. It was one of those cheap productions. I think I paid five hundred dollars for that song to get produced. So it was very cheaply done. You know, doesn't compared to everything else I have out, it's not Zach Davis quality in in my head. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah. You know? So all I'm hearing is you need to rewrite this. Uh, you need to get this structure down and pay fifteen hundred for it. I mean, you know, I, and I've and I've told people like once I once I because the lyrics of that song are very good, and I think one one of these days once I like have that backing and I have that money to go with it. I would love to reproduce that song. Hell yeah! I think like to do, or maybe even like a remix. Maybe change it up a little bit. You know, like oh, you got thirty five more to work on before. Yeah, you yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and I, and like I said, I, I've got songs in the bank. You know, like I, I've got I've got all that kind of stuff backed up. So I think it's I think it's one of those things where, 
you know, uh, one of these days when I do make it, I'm not going to have trouble filling out an album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, we can tell. Yeah. So I, mean, I like that. I like that energy that you have with the 35 songs as soon as you dead. got out of yeah, it. Yeah. And that, and that was just, that's just this year, bro. Yeah. The past couple of years. Bro, if, if I if I just looked at my catalog of songs that I've written, I've probably got seventy five to hundred on deck, ready to rock. God bless. How that many? I would that I would either sing myself or I would be willing to pitch to another artist. Hell yeah. You know? How how many of them notebooks you go through then? Them spiral notebooks. Bro, I, you know my dad my dad actually buys me these um writer's notebooks and they're like leather. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, super nice, yeah. Yeah, and so I write in those until I fill it out, and then he'll go buy me another. And it's always got, like, a quote or something on the front, like, that's meaningful. Um, but then, I I mean, I always save them on my phone just in case something happens to those books. Yeah. But I've probably got, I've probably got, like, seven or eight leather-bound books that are just full. Of, and some of, those, some of those songs are unfinished, you know, like, I've got titles and maybe a few lines, and I'll go back through those books and just flip through and, like, get ideas, mm-hmm. you know, of, of maybe something I want to take to a right. You know, because a lot of times, like, like I know next month, next month I've got 17 rights already booked. Wow. So basically it's me and one or two other people. We hit a room and we get there and we're like, all right, you know, does anybody have any ideas or does anybody want to do something? And we just, we lay out all these ideas or whatever. And we say, oh, we like that title or, oh, we like that line. And then that's where a song is born. Wow. You know? Yeah, so Wow. So, that's yeah. kind of nuts. Yeah, dude, it's wild. It's pulling the curtain back right there. Yeah, I like dude, that. Yeah, I like that's that. crazy. No, dude, and it's and it's it's so cool to like once you get in a room of people, especially like my unhinged group that I was talking about, right? Like we know each other so well that like we say a title and we know exactly where the person wants to go with it, you know. Nice. And uh, and so we'll sit there and we'll take the title and then we'll say, well, what kind of vibe do we want this song to have? And then we make a melody on the guitar and then we write. So okay. it's like, you know, you just build from what it's going to sound like to what you want it to say. And then all of a sudden you have a song. Then you build. And sometimes then it you takes, does. you know, sometimes it takes two hours, right. three hours, four hours, whatever That's it still is. crazy that it only takes two hours. Yeah. And, and there's to sometimes, create, dude, To create a whole song that's going to be a banger. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, there's sometimes, dude, like, um, I'm trying to think of one just, uh, for example, um, uh, like my song, Hey Papa, for example, I wrote that song in 32 minutes. Wow, by, thirty-two by is wild. Yeah, because I just you remember know by thirty-two. Well, because I just remember I started writing the song, and it was just I had line after line after line. And I just kept writing and writing and writing, and then I I just remember I looked at the clock. I was like, "Holy shit! I've only been writing for thirty minutes." You know, that was a and, deep pour of the heart. You know, That's what exactly, that was. You know, and so it's just like, man, some of those sometimes, man, and I've been in rooms with other people where we write a song in forty-five minutes. Right. You know. Or there's sometimes we get in a room, we haven't seen each other in a while, so we're catching up, we're cutting up, and we do that for an hour, and then 30 minutes after that, we have a song. Mm. Huh. And dude, it's, it's wild. That's nuts, dude. It's wild. And sometimes sometimes it's the conversation we're having before, or the cutting up before, and we're like, oh, what you just said. Yeah. That's the title. Yeah. And then we get inspired like that, and then boom, 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 then boom, Then you boom. start trying. Yeah, yeah, it's a little trickle down, like a snowball yeah. going down. That's crazy. Dude, it's, it's wild, man. I want to I wanna throw something at you, because we talked about this way back in the day. And I want, yeah, look at the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this way back in the day. And this is something I was thinking about when we messaged each other a couple months back. And I was thinking, like, this is the perfect dude. Because I was thinking about you way back when we were even talking about this. Because I was like, I got a homie. We wanted to do a country song. 
Like you guys write one? We wanted we wanted to have an artist work with us and make a country song. Just about let's talk some drinking beer. Let's talk about some let's talk about some dirty shit. Shooting rolling candles have, at each other. Let's have yeah, let's have a banger of like a summer banger or like Friday a winter night, banger. You know, barefoot in the field, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, I dude. want I want to put something together that's like for it's funny barefoot as shit. Blue jean, nah. Because that's what we are. We're funny as shit. Well we try to. Good ass music, good ass vocals, and then it's just us in the bullshit background. And there's nothing more than I want to do than have Cody Ray hit a high note because back in the day he used to sing "It's a Sweet One" the Dr. from, from the Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> he used to sing that all the time on on the on the pod. We want to have I want to have it to where at one point it's just like the melody builds up, whatever. Cody Ray gets in, we go right back into the chorus. Hit, hit, hit him with that preview. Oh, hey, what'd you say? Hit him with that preview. I thought you said pre Yeah, you said pre <laughs> That's why. It's the sweet one. Dude, <laughs> pipes, bro. Pipes, I'm it. telling you, dude. Like Little Sweet? You ever seen Little Sweet? On oh, commercials? yeah. You know who that is, too? Who? It's uh, uh, Constantine Morales. He was an American Idol like contestant. Oh, no shit? many years ago, yeah. No shit? Oh, yeah. wow. But yeah, dude. No, all y'all, dude, if y'all would just like send me some lines specifically that you want to be in it and like a title or something... No, let's get working on that shit, dude. Well, I'm yeah. stoked for it. I want it, it to be boys mudding in the field, you know, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> bring your ass back over here Big and we'll ass. shoot a whole video for it. And let's we'll do post it, it all I'm up. Down, we got to get I'm fucking down. Payne in it, though. He'll take us to where all the oh, fucking yeah, spots Oh, yeah, yeah. Austin? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's, hey, that's my boy. Slayer, you he, little fucking. He'll take us to where all the spots I know he's listening right now. He's he's an avid listener to the pod. Every time I shout him out, he's like, you dickhead. Ah, uh, he's a good dude. He's a yeah, good dude. He's good people. Also, you're talking about good people. We got a, I got a, I got a message from Cowboy. Cowboy oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I forgot. I'm supposed to shout him out too. By the way, he told me he. I met him at the Fickers party the other night. He was like, okay. "You gotta talk about me on the podcast." Have you ever? You've met him before, right? No, that. Uh, you've never met Cowboy. That was that was my first time meeting him. Holy shit! Because at the whole single time we were going through uh, growing up, <laughs> dude, there's this guy Cowboy. I'm not gonna say his full name because. Everybody knew him as Cowboy. He would have the parties at his house that were fucking ridiculous, bro. I've been to some house parties, and then there's Cowboy's house parties. We're at like 3 o'clock in the morning after an aggressive night of beer pong and battle beers, slugging beer. We're sitting on the porch drinking moonshine, and then the state trooper pulls up, and we run inside the house. Oh, don't open the fucking doors. They leave. We get back to partying, and it's like 4 o'clock. We're sitting in the closets and shit, hiding. It, we've had some fucking parties there, dude. It's I, I thought I thought for sure you were there for the longest time, but I remember I was another tall, big ass dude. But it's you tall, big ass guys, you know, we kind of run together. Yeah, yeah you guys all run together. Bit, you know? <laughs> but dude, I when when he messaged me, I was like, fuck, bro. Going back down memory lane and all that shit, yeah. I was like, you would have fucking fit so perfect in those goddamn parties. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been reckless. But no, I wanna. What was Scott? I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Nashville more. I want to talk about Nashville because we did mention about the fact that you were bringing up uh, people that you have seen and such. Have you ever partaked in Kid Rock's bar and met Kid Rock? Uh, so I have partaked in Kid Rock's bar. It is a wild scene, dude. It's packed all the time. Um, and the have only- you ever seen? I don't mean to interrupt you. No, you good. Have you ever seen Kid Rock drinking Bud Light? I have I haven't personally. Seen you haven't that. seen it with no. your own eyes? No, I haven't. Uh, I was about to say we're getting wow, there was some photos out there. Mm-hmm. I've I haven't personally seen it. The only time I've ever met him 
was at uh, the Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Nashville. Mm. Yeah, he he walked through, and I was like, "My boy, eating at Ruth Chris." You were just like, like "What the fuck?" That? And I just uh, I was with uh, damn whoever that was that I was with, and I just remember he walked by. I was like. Oh my God, that's Chris Rock. Or, uh, uh, Who's Chris Rock? Uh, uh, David. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. And I was like, oh my God, that's Kid Rock. And uh, I just remember, like, I kind of stood up. I was like, hey, not to make it weird, just want to shake your hand. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, man. You know, shook his hand, sat back down, kept eating, you know. But it was the coolest thing ever. I, I bet. One well, back you, you to smacking a you, steak meets Chris Rock. Yeah. I mean, you, Kid, you Kid Rock. Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Chris Rock. Uh, he, you, he starts walking by and you just boom. With the boom oh, dude, I did. I just, I just remember, I just looked up and I was like, oh my God, it's him. You know, like, it's American the man. Badass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's just, I mean, it's just like you said, you know, you never know who you're going to run into up there, man. You well, who's your, know. who's your dream collab? Oh man, that's tough. Um, as a writer, as a song, as a as a songwriter, as a singer, mm, that's a good question. Back, uh, let's hit both. Okay, uh, my my all time favorite person, and you may not even know his name, Drew Parker. He has written so many bangers for uh, Luke Combs. It's not even funny. I think like four of Luke Combs' number ones, Drew Parker's a writer on. So, dude is he is he if he ever meets me in person, he's gonna know who I am because I comment on every. I'm almost like a stalker. I'm not even gonna lie. I like love that's that. how much of a fan of this. Dude I love I am. that. Um, because I went to a I went to a Luke Combs concert in Shreveport, Louisiana. Me and Brant drove down one day to go uh, watch this Luke Combs, and I'd already seen Luke Combs in concert. So I was like, eh. I mean, Luke Combs is great, puts on a great show, but I wasn't really there for him. Mm. Drew Parker was his opener. I'd never got to see him. And I knew every one of his songs, line for line, word for word. And so he gets up there, and he only he was only an acoustic opener, so it's just him and a guitar, and absolutely tore it up. And everybody was just like not even paying attention. And no, I was in the, I was in the front row, just singing every word, you know, like didn't miss anything. Right. So then at the end of his set, he says, "Hey, I'm going to be at my artist table. Y'all come back here and meet me." Right. So I go back there. There's not a soul in line. What? And I was like. What what are these people not hearing? This dude, is, oh, dude. this dude is like a god of country music. Yeah. What are we doing? You know? So I go back there and I was like, hey, Drew, my name is Zach Davis. Big fan. He's like, yeah. I saw you singing all the words. I was like, he saw me. Had to take it easy. And, uh, and so I was like, man, you know, can I take a picture with you? And he was like, of course. So we take a picture and dude, he, he chopped it up with me for like, for like 20 minutes. Dude, that's dope you know, as fuck. It, it was so cool. So then he actually played uh, CMA Fest this past year. And I was at the venue where he was playing for CMA Fest 30 minutes before he even got on stage. Because I knew as soon as the show before got done, everybody from the front row was going to leave. Yeah, and, and then I was going to get my spot. You know how fest work. Oh, so, yeah. so as soon as everybody starts kind of walking out, I dude, I got up on the line. And I'm like, I'm holding the gate in front of where he's going to be singing. Like, I just, I'm obsessed with it. I mean, it's kind of weird to say obsessed with dude, but like, you appreciate this guy's work. Oh, yeah. Big he's, time. He, dude, he's, he's a baller, bro. It's just one of those things. So that would be my dream co-write. Um, and then my dream collab, um, like music-wise, as a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, God. There's so many. You can only uh, get one. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I think when it comes to like. I think I would almost want to go 
the female route as like a duet. Okay. And bro, I think that me and Carrie Underwood could throw Ooh. a hell of a song down. That'd be so dope. I think I think I because you know, like you get two guys on a duet, it's kinda weird sometimes, mm. you know. I mean Hardy and Morgan Wallen do it very well. Yeah. But I just um I think, bro, I think if I had to really sit down and think about a duet that I wanted to do, I would have to go with a female and go like Carrie Underwood or even like Shania Twain. Mm. I, would, you would, they, bro, I love I how high kill, it is. I bro. love the highest of the mountain yeah. he's going for. And yeah, I love like, that I would, shit. I would, I would, those would be, I think vocally pra- like paired together. I think it would sound good. And I would, dude, I would, obviously I would kill to meet Shania Twain. Right. She was duh. my first ever crush. Right. So like, I would imagine. I mean, bro, like I remember being a kid, like, Hey, what's that? You know, like the song, I'm going to get you good. The yeah. music video, yeah. that and she's in the le- the black leather pantsuit riding the motorcycle. You know, this like, bro. Get her. yeah, I, dude, I was nine years old. Like, yep. 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 I know what I like. Yeah. I, that's what I like right she, there. She, she's gorgeous, man. So I think, you know, but I think vocally and just, you know, they're, they're, Icons of what country music is, you know. Right, right, right. So, um, I think I think that would be dope to do. This is, might be the dumbest question of the day for me. Who is the person that does uh Monday night or Sunday night? That's that's Carrie. That's yeah. what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, she fucking kills it. I got yeah, it. Gets, gets the blood boiling. Her voice is so. Her dude, voice is the so new good. one this year is nuts, bro. There's a little twist to it, a little mm. more different. When I was listening to it the first time, I was like, "Oh, we're so fucking locked in, dude." Yeah. I was like, "We're having football now." Yeah, that's right. We went through one o'clock, four o'clock Thursday. None of that fucking mattered because Sunday night was on, and she was singing that goddamn mm-hmm. anthem, dude. Yeah, dude. I so love good. that shit. She's no, so I would. I, I hope. I hope because we do some editing shit, whatever. Uh, I hope that you end up running through with old dude, and you guys can you guys oh, can dude, collab because that would be. Yeah. That would be well, it's cool too because I was, um, I I got to meet. Uh, I guess you could call him a buddy of mine now. He's um, he's a songwriter as well. His name's Jordan Walker, um, and he was a co-writer on some Luke Combs stuff. And so I met him at a writers round one night, and I was like, "Hey, bro, like big fan of your stuff." would you mind just sitting down with me and letting me ask you industry questions? And he was like, dude, yes. That's, and that's a, a lot of times, a lot of times these artists don't give the small time guys the time of the day. So I really thought he was going to say no. And, or like he would say yes and then just ghost me. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you know? I've had that, and I'm not going to say names, but I've had I've had some pretty established artists do the same thing. I would imagine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, which is weird because like now I have their phone number and – you know, and you have to just realize, hey, look, they're not gonna text back. So, whatever. Right. But he, dude, he never lost contact with me. Like we set up a day, and I, dude, I went out and I was, um, you know, I asked him a bunch of questions. We talked for probably about an hour, hour and a half. And then he he asked me the same like question. He's like, you know, who do you who would you want to write with? And I drew Parker right off the rip. And he's like, dude, I'm writing with Drew today. And I was like, what do I got to do? What? Do I what? Do? And hey, so, can I sit in on that? Can and I? so I just told him, I was like, dude, I have a picture of me and Drew before Drew was who he was and before I was even in Nashville. Like, I've got a picture of us from that concert, you know? Right, right, right. And um, he was like, bro, send me that picture. And so I sent it to him and he showed Drew the picture and he texted me. He's like, hey, Drew remembers that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, we'll try to get something set up. So, I mean, is it something that could possibly it, happen? That's gold. That's yeah, dope, like, dude. That's yeah, gold. It would be, it would be I'm sick, excited for that. That's know? awesome, so, dude. Um, but, you know, and a lot, yeah. I mean, those guys, they have pub deals. They have record deals, you know, like. And so a lot of the people that they have to work with, you know, like, they don't always get the choice of who they get to clear. They got to clear. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, I mean, it, will it be something I might need to get a pub deal before I get to do it? Yeah, maybe. But 
one of these days, I'm telling you, I'm manifesting it, put it in the air. I will write with Drew Parker. Yes, sir. I'm oh, excited yeah, for that. Yeah, I cannot dude. wait for that message to be like, you'll never believe who I'm <laughs> writing with today. Yeah, dude. I'm I excited. Got, you mentioned on your phone. I, I haven't done this yet on this pod. Who is the who is the biggest person that you have on your phone? What's the biggest name? What's the biggest celebrity? Whose number do you have? Probably, you probably Hardy's. Oh, that's dope. What are, yeah. So you know what the game, what are the odds are? <laughs> oh no, definitely not. Do you know definitely what the game? Not. What are the odds? You can't deny what are the odds. Definitely not. You can't. You can't deny. You can't deny what are the odds. These are the rules. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, he may not even know that. Because I got it from like. Oh, you got it from someone. Yeah. Oh, you just you just snuck that phone number. Yeah, I like that. So so he has to get your number now though. So it's, ah, you know I gotta I gotta <laughs> I gotta build that relationship a little bit. You know I I don't know if it's you know one of those things, but I uh, like um you know who Sean Stimley is. No. Um, he's, not. he's a big time writer in town. Michael Ray. Um, he's a buddy of mine. Um, Relation? I doubt it. <laughs> uh, if he's got yeah, talent, I mean, like, probably not. But that's, <laughs> that's the thing a lot of times too. Like, like if you ever, if you ever want to like have a really good chance of running into an artist, go on a Friday or Saturday night to Red Door. Oh. On, off the Mumbrian street. Okay. And it's, I think it's called Market Street is the name of that street that it's on. But Red Door is where it's at. And a lot of those artists will come through. And it's it's off of Broadway, so a lot of the tourists don't really know about it. Right, right. I'm telling you, that's the that's I've met so many artists through that. You know, just yeah. like a lot of the connections that I've made were, were through Red Door. You know? Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, okay. And I know uh we mentioned it earlier. I don't remember the gentleman's name. It was uh the black gentleman that dresses as superb. Oh, Radio Radio. Rod. Rodney Smith is his name. But uh, the, the fashion, Rod. the fashion of that yeah. man, is superb. I oh, cannot, and I is, cannot deny. It. He it, is the most down to earth, chill dude, and just and like and honestly, uh, he's the reason I'm still in Nashville. Him 100%. right there, yeah. So shout out. So I was big uh, shout. I, yeah. I released my song "Hit the Bar," which is if you like the you know up and yeah, yeah, upbeat yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one you want to listen to. Okay. Um, and that song actually hit radio. Nice. So it got picked up by iHeart and then, uh, a lot of stations. If you call in and request it, they're not gonna play it. But that that song has been uh, played on radio, which is super dope. And um, so I had some success with that song, right? Well, then I released a couple songs and they just flopped. Mm. And then um, and then I released a song called "Daddy Did." And at first, it was a flop. And so I this I remember so dirty. Huh? Sorry, dude. The title of that is so dirty. Daddy did. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like, it. I mean, it's it is a, I mean, it's a heartbreaker song. Damn know, it. Like, it is. It Damn really it. Is. But uh, one of some like country sex. There was some daddy oh. did. <laughs> I wanted some daddy you went did. Went a completely different way. Zach daddy. goes in, but but daddy did. Daddy did. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, like, I had I had literally I texted my mom. I said, hey, I'm moving home. I'm done. I quit. I don't want to be here no more. Okay. You know, whatever. Well, you know, she did the Southern Mom thing. She was like, you know what? Just pray about it. And I already had, I had two other songs that I had already finished that I hadn't released yet. Or three other songs. And she said, get those three songs finished. Get them released. And if nothing happens, you can be done. Okay. And I was like, I like right, that. You know what? That's, that's, that's manageable. So I literally resorted to going through TikTok Live. And just scrolling through TikTok Live, if they were playing music in their live, I would comment, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. If they didn't have a whole lot of people in it, 
and they would like respond to my comment, I'd be like, hey, do you take song requests? And then if they said yes, I'd be like, oh, hey, play this song by Zach Davis. Play this song by Zach Davis, whatever it was. And so Rodney was on um, live one night, and uh, he didn't follow me at this point. You know, he had no idea who I was. Uh-huh. And so I commented, hey, are you taking song requests? He said, yeah, 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 hit me with some new country. And I was like, hey, man. And obviously my, my name on there is Zach Davis Music. So he was like, yeah, dude, send me one of your songs. Let's play it. So I said, play Daddy Did by Zach Davis. So, he, dude, he cues it up. He plays it, and he's listening to it. And like I said, you know, like, he gets to interview a lot of these big artists. So, like, he is he's in the game. Like, he's yeah. got some skin in it. Okay. You know? And then, um, bro, he's listening to it, and he just, like, dude has tears in his eyes. And he's like, bro, this is, this is what country music is about. And so he gets off the live, and he sends me a message. And he's like, hey, don't quit. Like, uh, he's and he told me, he's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure – that you get to the top. This shit gonna make me cry. And I was like, bro, That's like dope, I appreciate dude. that. You know, like that means more to me than you'll ever understand. Damn. Yada, yada, yada. Son. So then a few, probably a few days later, he messages me on TikTok and he was like, Hey, I've got this event. And it's actually two years ago. Two years ago? A year ago to today. Hell yeah. So it was his birthday. And So his birthday tomorrow? Uh yes. Hey, shout out. Happy birthday. And uh so he sends me this this thing. He's like, hey, this is my birthday party. We're doing it at this venue. There's going to be a lot of big-time artists there. I want you to come play. And oh, I was that's like, dope. That's I was electric. Like, I was like, are you... Electric Jane was the name of the venue. That's cool that <laughs> that's, you said I that. I like that. Hell yeah. You know, so, uh, so he was like, are you down? I'm like, yeah. Like, put me in. I didn't even know what big-time artists were. I didn't even know who he was talking about. Right. But I just know if, if someone in the industry says big-time artists, it's going to be a big-time artist. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, he sends me a flyer, uh, the next day or two days later or whatever it was. And it was, it was writer's round style. So basically what it was is like four artists would go on stage at the same time and we would each play three or four songs a piece okay. and then we would be done. Yep. So he sends me the lineup and I'm on stage with Cat and Alex, Angie Kay, all these, all these people are signed to major record labels, right? And um, what's the other kid's name? He's uh, he's Scottish. He's from he's from Scotland. Um, that has a song hard. has a song called Alabama Girl out now, or he had a he just released a song called Alabama Girl at the time. He's got tons Jordan uh, Jordan something whatever his name was I can't remember. And dude's a stud. Like all these all these people are just badass artists, big right. dogs. Um, Bear Bailey. He went. He's gone viral on TikTok. I know you've seen some of his stuff. He was there, uh, just you know, just some massive artists were playing there that night, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I could not believe it. So I show up dressed to the nines, bro. Like, I need to see that fit. Oh, dude, it was the you know. The, have you seen the red jacket fit, bro? Yeah, I think I it have was actually. The, the night of me, me and Rodney took the picture with the yeah, red yeah, jacket yeah, yeah, fit, yeah. the cowboy hat. Hard. Yeah, bro. Hard. So dressed to the nines, do my thing. I go and I play the show. And I'm in the I'm in the green room before the show, and nobody and I I don't want the and I know these people probably hear it, um, and they're all my friends now, but I don't want them to get mad. But nobody says a word to me. Nobody knows who I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody speaks. Nothing. Okay. So I get on stage, and I play these songs, and the 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 whole room like the whole it was it was weird like normally you get a bunch of cheers or whatever. Yeah. The whole room just shut up. 
And that, it's just a birthday party. Like everybody's mingling. Everybody's talking. And so I thought, dude, at first I thought I was doing bad. You know, I was like, damn, like they hate it, bro. Oh, my God. You bought the- And so I played this Daddy Did song for him because it's his birthday. Yeah. It was, it's his favorite song of mine. So I'm playing it, and it just goes quiet in the whole bar. And I was like, damn, dude, they hate it. Well, I finished the song, and the whole place just erupts. And I was like, <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever, you know? So I, I, think I, I think I played four songs that night. We go to the back. And now everybody's like, hey, dude, what is your name? Like, blah, blah, blah. Who are you signed with? Who are you? Who's managing you? And I'm like, yo, I'm independent as hell. Like, I don't don't have a manager. I don't have a record label. I don't got a publisher. I don't got nothing. And they're like, oh, well, here, let me. And they take me out there and they introduce me to their label people. Uh They introduce me to their managers. They introduce me to whoever. The next day. I get a, te- and I can't say names again, but I get a text message from a label. Like, hey, we're doing this showcase. We need you there. I was like, bro. That's, got-. And yeah. So, and so that was a year ago, you know? And so it's like the stuff that I've done in the last year. Insane. It, like compared to the four years before it. Yeah. On the grindstone and now you're bro. going up. That's why I can't wait. Yeah. That's why I so, mentioned it prior in the beginning of this shit, but I wasn't joking about it because I know you've been on the hot seat. You've been doing good with it. It's we. I thank God we got you right before you went man. nuclear because old boy putting in work, dude. I'm telling you, we're on the brink of it, dude. We're on the brink. I would, I would say, hopefully, and this, I guess, it's my prayer, you know. And like, and I, you know, I, I play and I write all the time, so I, I know it's just a matter of time. But I would say within within the next one to two years, I would hope that I've got a record deal, a publishing deal. Have a management company representing me. You're you know, like, starting to make that come up, making that, that that money, that, that bread. Up, you know, so and, I mean, it's and, and and you know, then the grind doesn't stop. Then you know, no, because, hell no, because you're competing with, bro, you're competing with the best of the best. By that's that when point. you're really having yeah. fun. Yeah, dog. and and then like, and and that's the thing, bro. Like, then you know, I'll get to be full time music, and like like right now, I, I got a day job. You know, there's a lot of things I don't get to do. Like I, I had to take a week off of my day job to be able to come up here and play these shows and do this podcast and stuff like that. Like, like I can't just take a week off whenever right. I need to go on tour with somebody right, right, right. or whatever it is. And so, you know, by that time I'll be able to say, Hey, to my day job, I, Hey, appreciate you guys for paying my bills for the last however long, but deuces. You, you got to actually live your career, your yeah. life, your, and so, your, and your that's, everything. And then, you know, to be able to devote all of my time, like obviously, you know, I got to devote time to my family or whatever, but, you know, to be able to devote that to all my work time to be able to be music, dude. Right. And, like, have music be what pays the bills. That's, man, that's a dream. Right, you know? right, right, right. You know, so we got we got goals to hit. Oh, know? yeah, for that's sure, badass. for sure, for sure. Fairy tale. what question you got? Because I know you've been steaming up over there. You've been a little quiet lately. He answered I know you got a bunch some... of mine already. Like he I, did. He did. Yeah, like I, 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 I ask, talk a lot. Bro. I told Cody I Ray. I, I told Cody Ray and Nick. I was like, hey, do some research. We're gonna have some good questions. We're gonna make sure we do this shit right, dog. No, I mean the one I I asked already was the chicken or beef because I know he's a southern man. So I had <laughs> I love, I love I, that I, when we do research, country musician, all this. He's like, man, I just want to know one fucking thing, dog. I just chicken or beef? What you got? No. Hey, look, they're both great. I love that. I love that shit. No, I want to talk about the the story. I want to ask you: Have you gotten better with uh, Big Water yet? Man, 
No. So the only time I ever <laughs> no. met him, right? So the only time I ever met him, we went walleye fishing. I'm over there with the the, the rednecks, the, the the wild boys, and uh, we go on the boat. I'm I'm a, I'm a fisherman at the time, so we're going out there. We're gonna do walleye fishing. I've never been walleye fishing on a boat. They bring this guy. I don't know who the fucking guy is. He's got his guitar on the boat, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? We got yeah, that mu- was a little weird. Music's okay. gonna serenade us, and it's because it's because like we said, every time we come to Fremont, everybody's like, yeah, why don't you play some music? Why don't you just keep playing fucking music, bro? And so he's got the guitar on there. I'm like, all right, whatever. So we get on, we start going on to Lake Erie. And anybody that's listening, that don't know what Lake Erie is. Lake Erie is a beast and it's not a beast size wise. It's not really as big as you would think it is, but Lord have mercy. Does that yeah. not give mercy, bro? That water is crazy. And so he has never dealt with water like that before. So we pull up on the water. We're doing walleye fishing this motherfucker is about to have a mental breakdown, dog. <laughs> I was already in a mental breakdown. Oh bro. man! This guy, tripping. this guy was down so bad. We're walking. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I didn't even know. I didn't know the feeling of a walleye when it hit the when it hit the rod. It's like a wet rag that just hits the shit, brings that shit down hard as fuck, and you're like, oh fuck, because we were just we were jigging. And so, as I'm doing that, I keep looking over at this gentleman, and I'm like, this is cool, get to know him, you know, country artist, they're going, you know, and like, I'm not thinking much of it, because I'm focused on the fishing, but after a while, I kept looking over, because he would try and get up, he would try and conquer the situation, and he'd get up, what and he'd just start, he start wobbling, he's <laughs> like, man, we don't got, we don't got water down there in Arkansas, we got a little pond that don't be making no wakes, this is crazy, and <laughs> it is a calm day. On Lake Erie. It's calm. Oh, yeah. There's barely white caps, dog. And this he is losing his mind. And so oh, I was man. talking to him earlier. You know that wa- that storm that hit? Yeah. Bro. He was on the water. We were so me and me and my buddy Bo. Shout out Bo Sherry. Shout out Bo. Shout yeah, out. Yeah, you Bo. already know. Government name. Shout uh, out Bo so, Maniac. Bo, uh I was hanging out with Bo and he was like, Hey, let's let's go out, you know. Just to hang out, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So we get on the boat, and you know we're just talking, and he's like, yeah, you know, we'll be, we're, it's gonna be good, blah blah blah. And I brought up that time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it won't be like that, you know. And he's got it like a new boat or whatever. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tells me he's like, this one only broke down once two weeks ago, and I'm, and I was like, bro, don't say that. You're gonna Jesus, you know. And we laughed about it. Didn't think, dude. It was sunny, seventy five. Water was like glass. Reminded me of a lake back home. Like yeah. I'm not even, not like, even tripping nice. about it right now, you know? And uh, so we get out, dude, middle of the lake. Man, me and him are just honestly BSing. Talking, catching up. We hadn't seen each other in a right, long time. Right, right, Bro, all of a sudden you just feel this gust of wind. And I kind of looked at Bo like, did, did we check the weather? That cool you know, wind. Before that cool wind. It was coming. And it's, I, I guess this is a big thing. I don't really know what this means on like area, but he was like, well, it's gusting out of the north. It's a bad deal. And I'm like, what you mean it's a bad deal, bro? I'm like, bro, I was, I was tripping. So then the next thing you know, the water starts rippling a little bit. And I'm like, ah, ripples. Not a big deal. Ripples. ripples. Well, then this starts raining. And I was like, bro, it, is it raining? He goes, yeah. And we look over our shoulder <laughs> to the north, and it is black wall clouds coming straight at us. And I'm like, but I think I'm ready to go back now. You know, like, I'm ready to go back. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, one more cast. He's fishing by this point, of course. It's Bo. So he's like, yeah, just one more cast. So then 
another big gust of wind. And now these little ripples are like one foot like waves. I'm like, okay, Bo, like I'm ready to go. Like we need to go. <laughs> he's starting to really panic. And so, so he's like, oh dude, it's just one footer. It's not a big deal, but we'll go. We'll go. He goes and he sits in his captain's chair, bro, turns the key over and the whole boat dies. And I was like, I thought, I thought he was messing with me at first. I'm like, ah, bro, he's just what? playing a joke. And I was like, I was like, are you being serious right now? And he looks at me dead ass serious and he goes, it's never done this before. And I'm like, oh, what? It never done what but not, not turned on? And he was like, I, dude, I've got nothing. He's sitting there messing with the key, pulling these throttles, doing this whole thing. And it, bro, it ain't turning on. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God, bro. The next, now, now these waves are like two-footers. And I am freaking out. I can't, I can't swim. I can't swim. Oh, no. So, so I'm sitting there like, Bo, Bo, get me off the water. Get me off the water right now. He's like, bro, I, I, I've got nothing. This dude calls his dad to ask what he needs to troubleshoot. Oh, I was fuck. like, I'm not worried about troubleshooting the fix. I said, call somebody. You got insurance on a boat. Tow me in. Tow <laughs> me in right now. Get me off the water. He's like, I'm going to fix it. Just give me a minute. We're fine. We're fine. Now it's raining. <laughs> The boat is rocking. I'm white knuckling the captain's chair in the top of the boat and still doing like this. And I'm literally sitting there praying, Jesus, please. Jesus, please get me off the water. Please, Jesus, get me off the water. And he's like, dude, it's not that bad. And then he turns around and he goes, eh, this might be a shitty situation. I'm like, if Bo Shreer is calling this a shitty situation, I am not. I am in oh, danger. Dude, I'm right. sweating okay. right now thinking so, about this situation. So, yeah, bro. I'm thinking of it raining sideways. Watching the wall of rain coming to you. And, and that's that was the thing. We saw the rain coming at us, and it wasn't even that heavy yet, right? So and then so I just you know I'm under the cabin, and he was like, oh, it's kind of raining. I'm like, bro, don't talk to me about it. Just do whatever we got to do. Get me to land. That's all I care about. All I care about. So finally, he calls. Shout out Jared DeMario. Um, he calls DeMario and, you know, he's like, ah, yeah, let me get out of bed. I'm like, get out of bed, bro. Run. Run. <laughs> Run. Like, Run. get there. And so, I, dude, I'm, I am sick. I'm ready to throw up. You know, like, I, I am having a terrible time. And they're just sitting there laughing at me. Like, oh, you know, it's whatever. Like, And Bo, Bo was literally like, man, the worst thing that's going to happen is that nobody comes to get us. We wreck the boat. We walk to the bar and have beers. I said, wreck the boat. No, 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 no. Get me to land. So finally we get someone out there to tow us in. And I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting on a cooler behind, beside the captain's chair. And I'm just swaying back. And I can't even, I'm I'm sitting so low. I can't, and I've got my back to the water too. So to the back of the boat. And I'm literally looking into the cabin. Because I don't want to look at anything other than... Yeah, you got to have your vision on something else. You know, so finally, finally, they pull us into the gas docks. Um, Right through the... Right, right, right. Right right, right, through the point right there. So we pull up to the gas docks. They tie us up. And I got off that boat so damn fast. I'm literally, like, kissing the rocks as I walk off the gas dock. Oh, my God. I was freaking out. Bo's sitting there laughing at me. Jared's laughing at me. These other two guys that have now come to help... They're um, laughing their asses. They're off. they're laughing their asses off at me. They Josh and Chuck. There was their their names. They're laughing their asses. You'll never at me. forget these fucking names. I will though. never. <laughs> and it's because everybody thinks it's so funny that this big ass bearded man is this scared of a little water, bro. That's not a little water. 
None that, that's that's a whole damn ocean. When Captain you know? look when Captain looks behind and goes, oh, we might have a problem to a person that I have personally seen on maybe half foot caps. That's the I'm best. talking maybe, dog. There was nothing on there. He's freaking the fuck out. I could only imagine being on the boat with this guy as that's coming. Oh, yeah. That was probably the worst Bro. time of his life. My favorite part of that story, he looks around, he's like, might be a bad deal. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then and I think I can hear him saying it calmly too, calm as fuck. He's like, oh, yeah. Might be and, a bad and that's deal. The thing. And Bo, he was talking about like he was talking about on tournament day. It was like ten foot waves and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, that's great. I'm I, I just looked at, I, was, I am so glad that you are not scared to die. I you know I am I am I, 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 I literally he said, he said that's great. I'm glad you don't give a fuck, dude. I literally looked at him at one point that I was, I was like, hey, I have a daughter. I need to get home. Like, like get me to land. So, but I mean. At the end of it, now I can look back and laugh because I really know that in all yeah, honesty, yeah, I wasn't yeah. in that big of danger. And I think he played it a little bit more than what it needed to be because he wanted to see me freak out. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly think that he did that. Um, and I'll never forgive him for that. By this the way. reminds me of the same situation we had in the car, bro. It was like, I got massive PTSD on the road and shit. And so we were driving on the way back from our comedy fest and shit, or a comedy contest. And I, he's good at driving when it comes to these predicaments. I can't fucking drive for shit. And I'm too, I'm freaking the fuck out in the passenger seat. I'm, I'm trying I'm, to go 55, speed limit's 70, and I'm trying to push 55. That's how hard it's coming down. Uh, you can't oh. see shit in front. And he's it's like, terrible. hey, it's slow terrible. down. Slow down. I'm asking him to slow down, please. <laughs> we hydroplane one time. We, we, I was like, ah. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. I was like, just do I don't know. We should probably pull over. We should maybe just stop. And he's like, no, no, no I'm, I'm like, no. Nah, I got to work in the morning. I ain't pulling over. Dog. <laughs> I was like, I'm. I'm like, Dog, we're getting home, it was, bro. It was at the one point where Nick went, and this is where it reminded me of. Is at one point Nick was like. Yeah, this is pretty fucking bad. And I was like, yeah, is it that bad? Is it that bad, Nick? <laughs> well, man, when storms are that bad and, like, they just light the sky up when it's already fucking, you know, dark as shit, but the lightning's so bright, you can see every cloud. Yeah. It's badass, dude. I'm like, oh. Half the time, I was just looking at the clouds. I was like, I should probably look at the road. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, too, because, like, you know, from Arkansas, like, yeah. we're in Tornado Alley. Yeah. So oh, get, yeah. We get storms like that. All the time. So, I mean, like, I'm used to that, you know? Yeah, except you for it, you're on the ground. Right, exactly. And that's my thing. I'm on the ground, so I'm good. On the water, bro? Till that tornado sweep you up, then you in the air. Ah, man. Everybody has storm cellars down there. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we just... Yeah, uh, I mean, we that. might come out of the storm shelter and our house is gone, but... We're in the storm shelter. We got our dogs, our grandpappies, you know, who our grandpappies. We got that Couple shit. Couple chickens, shit. a fucking calf, <laughs> yeah. you know. We got that shit. He's like, we got to start fresh, baby. Yeah. All right, dude, before we finish this one off, we usually ask a couple questions and such, but one of the main questions that we ask the guests here is, uh, we usually have cracking questions that come from the fans. A cracking question is a question, and regardless of whatever question you want to ask, you ask, you ask the goons, we'll answer that shit for you. But whenever we have a guest on, we ask, hey, what is your cracking question to the goons? So what question do you got on the spot? We never prep it. What do you got? Okay. Um, so, you know, we've been asking a bunch of stuff about my music career, where I want it to go. Where, where do we want the podcast to be in five years? This is the same question every, we get every, every time. Okay, single next, guest. Uh, next thing. Next thing. Uh, he thought hard, too. Uh, he was like, dang. I got this. I'm going to be smooth. I got this. Uh, we have to make a rule on that. <laughs> um, okay, if there was if there was like an event that you would want boogered up, the name boogered up to be behind. What kind? Of, I know y'all had like the golf event, right? Yeah, so we what, just did. What yeah. If, what if there's is there like a 
do you want your name to be maybe behind a concert series uh, one day? Oh, dude. You know, like, I, 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 dude, I could answer this. I want ours to be in a UFC octagon. Oh, that'd be that's sick. A good okay, question. I didn't that's even good, think like, that's just a good on answer. The, just like on the fucking like prime is, dude. I'm that's like, a good bro. Answer. That's a good I'm answer. Like, maybe sponsor a fighter or something? Yeah, that'd yeah, be sick. Yeah, I'm like, bro, get it, like our logo on his trunks. I'm like, dude, that'd be so yeah, fucking dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. sick. There's, it's, it's a metal fest that uh, is in Ohio that uh, I, I think would be pretty cool is uh, Incarceration. That'd be dope. Uh, it's a metal fest, you know, the uh, what's, uh, what's Mansfield, Mansfield uh, Reformatory where the... Uh, God bless. What's Shawshank movie? Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Okay, you know the movie? Word. That's where that was filmed at. Okay. Uh, and they have a big, like, two, three-day metal fest that goes on there. And they have a bunch of sponsors and shit like that. I would love to somehow find our way to maybe going on maybe have, a sponsor yeah, of it or yeah. something. Maybe getting there, or just having a table. Like introduce a band or something. Yeah, like, you know? I w- what I would love is if we go there, we're sponsored, but then we get a table there or some shit. And then we get to, like, do a bunch of interviews with a bunch of dif- different uh, Yo, musicians and shit. Word, I think word, that word. shit would be hard. That's yeah. a good That's a good question. Knox, dude, how Yeah, you? dude. Yeah, yeah. Fist me, bro. Yeah. Well, fist everybody. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, you don't even know about the fist me, bro. He's a big fist guy. Fist me, bro. He's I a big it. fist guy. I love it. I love that shit. Everybody, round of applause. Zach Davis, everybody in the goddamn stew. It's been an absolute blast. Let everybody know where they can find you on all socials, where they yeah. can find your music and everything else. For sure. So, uh, Zach Davis Music on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, of course, all that kind of stuff. And then you can find my music anywhere you stream music. If there's a streaming service that's out there, my music is on there. Just search Zach Davis, spell Zach with an H. It'll pull right up on my ugly Nice. Hell yeah, dog. Hey, another round of applause to Zach Davis in the goddamn studio, guys. guys. Don't do anything we wouldn't do this week. Make sure you guys subscribe and doing everything. Follow his music. Listen, he's a fucking hell of an artist. And we will catch you guys on Friday. Yep, we're going to catch you on Friday out there in the